Hey guys, and welcome back. I'm your host, Miranda, and this is Seeing Double, a millennial mom's guide to raising twins. Having twins can be such an amazing experience, and two is better than one, right? Well, yes. But there are so many unknowns and struggles we face as moms, especially twin moms. I wanted to make a list of the top 10 things that helped me the most when developing a schedule with feeding my twins, and I hope it can help you as well. All right, so let's jump right in. Tip number one, find a bottle that works for your baby. Yes, it is true what they say, and I admit, I didn't quite believe it until I experienced having more than one child, but it's true. All babies are different. Now, I know a lot of women breastfeed their children and never use a bottle, but for those out there who do decide to use formula, this is really important. You would think you could just give a baby any bottle, anytime, and they will eat up. Well, unfortunately, that's not always true. Sometimes you have to try every single bottle on the market, sometimes multiple times, to find one that your baby will latch to and eat from. It's a really important step in developing a healthy eating habit and ensuring that they're happy while doing it. For me, one of my twins took the very first bottle I ever gave him, while my other twin tried probably 10 different bottles at least 10 different times over a six-month span to find one that worked for him. And all along, all he wanted was a 98-cent Parents' Choice bottle from Walmart. And I admit, I was a fan of that. My other son took very kindly to a more expensive brand of bottle known as the Tommy Tippy, which, to be fair, is a great bottle and very easy to buy secondhand for a much more reasonable price. Tip number two, make a chart. Twins are known for being born prematurely, and mine were no exception. After spending almost a week in the NICU, I found it was extremely important to make sure that they were eating enough to gain the weight that they needed. They had to eat a very specific amount at very specific times in a 24-hour period to stay on track. I bought a large whiteboard to keep track of everything. I would make my charts for a week at a time, documenting the times and amounts that each child needed to eat versus what I was able to get them to eat. Then, at the end of the week, I would take a picture of my chart, take it with me to the doctor's appointment to show how they were doing and to ensure that they were, in fact, eating enough. I did this for about the first six months and would encourage anyone to do it for as long as you feel your baby needs to become uh, confident eaters. Tip number three buy a mixing pitcher. I got my mixing pitcher off Amazon for under $10. It's honestly one of the greatest things to have in those first few months. Sitting there wasting three to five minutes every two hours trying to get bottles made while not one but two infants are crying is not ideal. I admit once they got a little bit older and they started drinking more than six ounces at a time, the pitcher was not as helpful, but in those first few months when you're getting like two to three hours of sleep a day, trust me, you want all the help you can get. I got into a habit of mixing up a full pitcher of formula every morning. I would make enough for 24 hours and set it in the fridge. That way, when it was feeding time, all I had to do was pour the formula into the bottle and heat it up. Tip number four. In those very early stages of feeding your twins, when you're monitoring how much they eat so closely, 
I always found it easier to fill the bottle up with more than what they actually wanted to eat. So for example, if I needed them to eat four ounces that feeding, I would go ahead and actually pour five ounces into the bottle. That way it was easier to make sure they were actually getting their full four ounces and it helped them get less air when they got to the bottom of the bottle because they weren't drinking the entire bottle. And then, hey, if they end up drinking the entire bottle, that's great too. Tip number five, always keep 24 hours worth of bottles clean and ready. There's nothing worse than going to grab a bottle just to realize that they are all dirty and you have to clean them before you can feed your baby. In the infant stages, it's super easy to know how many times a day they will need a bottle. So for me, I would make sure they had enough clean bottles ready for a full 24 hours. As your baby gets older and possibly will be eating more, it's also important to have a few backup bottles that you keep clean and just in the cabinet on hand just in case. Then when they're done with their last bottle, I'd wash and sterilize all of them at the same time and repeat. Tip number six, buy in bulk. One of the worst things you can imagine when it comes to formula feeding is the fear of running out of formula. I was lucky enough to qualify for WIC with my twins and they would allow a certain number of cans of formula a month so as soon as my month renewed, I'd go straight to the store and buy the exact number of cans I was allowed each month. That way I never had to worry about running out. And for those of you out there who aren't sure what WIC is or what I'm talking about, uh, WIC stands for Women, Infants, and Children. And it's like a state government funded program um, that you can get. Um, I know that you'll get it 100% uh, of the time if you qualify for Medicaid but there's other qualifications, I guess, depending on state to state, that you can get this WIC program. And basically, when they're babies uh, in the infant stage, they provide you with formula. I think I would get like, I don't know, maybe 10 or 12 cans of formula a month. And if your baby is like healthy and there's no problems, then Obviously, they'll only pay for um, certain types of formula, but you know, if there's any kind of um, eating problem or anything like that, that you need a separate type of formula, most pediatricians will write a prescription for the specific type of formula you need, and then the WIC program will honor that every month. So WIC is really great. And then once they get out of that infant stage, um, like my kids are right now, they're almost 18 months, um, you start to get things like bread, milk, juice, eggs, cheese, I mean, cereal, all kinds of stuff. It's a really great program. You also get fresh produce. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure the benefits will vary from state to state. But, you know, if you are um, pregnant or thinking about getting pregnant, it's definitely something to look into because... Um, you get it until your baby is five years old. So it lasts for a really long time and it can be a really good help when you're transitioning into those different foods and that different process where you're not spending a whole bunch of uh, money trying to figure out what's best. You know, it's a really good, uh, it's a really good help in those situations. So tip number seven, let your baby guide you when it comes to increasing their food intake. It can be really frustrating trying to get your baby to eat more at a time. And the truth is there's no set age or time to know when they are ready to eat more. The best advice I can give you is 
just listen to your baby and don't expect them to be ready at the same time even if it starts with just increasing one feeding per day or one feeding per week it's important not to rush it and to let your baby guide you on when they're ready and trust me they'll let you know tip number eight just like in tip seven let your baby guide you to when they are ready uh, to go longer periods of time between feedings tip seven and eight kind of go hand in hand because usually when they start eating more for feedings the less feedings you will end up having because their bellies will stay fuller for longer periods of time when you notice your baby is eating more than normal might be a good time to test how often they eat for example if they eat an ounce or two more than what you expected them, you can try waiting an extra hour or two between feedings. And if they don't fuss and continue to eat more, um, and continue to eat more with more time in between your feedings, that's a good sign they're ready to take on the challenge. And you can adjust your schedule accordingly. Tip number nine never expect them to always stick to their schedule 100% of the time. So much can happen that can affect their eating schedule and it can be so frustrating to get messed up, but something as simple as them taking a longer nap than normal or not getting as many naps as normal can completely throw off your eating schedule for the day. It's important to follow your baby and if they do stray for whatever reason, then as soon as things get worked out and you can start getting back on your schedule. Just know that babies don't always want to follow their schedules the way we want them to, and that's okay. My last tip is by far the most important when it comes to feeding. Whether you're dealing with one child or two, be patient. Patience really is the key to keeping a happy, healthy baby. It's so easy to get caught up in what other parents think and how other babies are doing and what people think you and your child should be doing at whatever stage of development you're at. But no one knows your baby better than you. And at the end of the day, you know what your baby needs and no one else can tell you differently. All you have to do is be patient, learn to bond and communicate with your own child in your own way. Navigating your way through the first year of twins is by far the hardest thing I've done yet. I hope these will help to create your own schedule and way of dealing with your own feeding struggles. Those 10 things really helped me a lot with my twins and a lot of the ideas and ways that I had to um, you know, work with them and work with the bottles and work with formula. I wish that I would have known before I got into all this. Having twins is one of those things that you can listen to all the podcasts in the world and watch all the YouTube videos in the world. It's really hard to ever truly be prepared for this. And it's, it's a really hard thing to deal with. And Feeding is one of those things that if you're anything like me, you just, you want so badly for it to go right because you know how important it is. I mean, feeding is everything. Your baby has to eat, you know. So it's really important that you, you know, establish those habits really early. You know, otherwise it can lead to a lot of other problems later in life, especially when they're born prematurely. So feeding was just something that, 
you know, I had to take very seriously, very quickly uh, and make sure that they got everything that they needed. And now they're almost 18 months and they're doing great. <laughs> they, um, they eat uh, all the solid foods now. We do no baby food at all. Um, no types of formula, no types of like the cereal or whatever, um, no types of um, like the actual baby foods in the jars and like the puffs and all that. Like we, we are completely done with all of it. They are strictly on like big kid food and they're loving it and they're doing great. And that's another episode um, <laughs> that I will talk about the transition um, from the bottle feeding or um, breastfeeding um, for those out there who breastfeed to solid foods because with my daughter that was a super easy transition um one that I never really even had to think about I just did it and with with my twins of course that's just not how it went it was it was really hard and it was such a process to get them to where they needed to be so that's definitely another episode um for that and please feel free to share your own stories and comment with any questions you might have with feeding your baby. You can find us on Instagram at Seeing Double Pod and on YouTube at Seeing Double. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.